Welcome to the Good Teaching Podcast, where we discuss effective teaching strategies for college instructors. I'm your host, Dr. Toya Ali, and today we're going to talk about the first day of class. What should the first day of classes look like? What should you be doing on the first day of class? Is it just an orientation day where you go over the syllabus and what the class is about? Or should it be a bit more purposeful? That's exactly what we're going to talk about today in today's episode of the Good Teaching Podcast. This episode is brought to you by my independent professor workshop. And in that workshop, I teach other professors how to create and sell their own self-hosted learning experiences beyond what they teach in their universities. So stick around to learn more about that workshop. All right, so let's talk about the purpose of the first day of class. And by the way, Everything in this podcast is my own personal opinion, and this has been what's working best for me in my classes and for my students. So I just wanted to make that disclaimer. For me personally, what I think works really well on the first day of classes is to have four general goals slash like purposes for the first day. All right, so I believe that the first day of class is a great opportunity to introduce yourself as well as to introduce your class, like what the class is all about, and have the students introduce themselves to you. The second is to clarify expectations, right? So let the students know what this class is all about. What kind of work are they responsible for? What does it look like in class as well? Number three, establishing class culture. Like what are the students going to be doing when they come into the class? Is it okay to talk with their neighbor? Is it okay to do group work? Is it okay to discuss? Or is it like complete silence the whole time? Is technology allowed? Like what is the culture like for the class? And then finally, I think it's so important if you use this time to demonstrate to your students that they can actually learn from you, that you are a good teacher. And once I find that once students know that they can learn from you, they feel so much more comfortable in the class and they're not on edge or like they don't have their guard up as much, especially for me being um, someone who teaches math. Math is one of those subjects where a lot of students do not feel comfortable with math. They feel terrified um, when it comes to math. They traditionally have not done well in cl- math classes. They're used to sitting in a math class and just being confused the whole time. All right, so I like to take the first day of class as an opportunity to show that actually you can learn from me in class in real time. You don't have to wait till later with the tutor to actually understand what's going on in the class. All right, so I do believe that students should get a feel for what the class is actually like on the very first day. So that means I actually don't think it's the best use of time to just spend the class time walking through the syllabus in full. I personally do not spend a lot of time on the syllabus in my class. I spend about 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes just hitting the highlights of the syllabus, but it's not actually what we do on the first day of class. I actually ask my students to read the syllabus before class. So I send them an email welcoming them to the class, sending the syllabus, and I ask them to read through it and then come to class with questions about the syllabus. But what things do I do talk about when it comes to the syllabus? So what I mean by the highlights is I show them my information, so my name, where my office is, how to email me, how to communicate with me, what office hours is all about. I definitely share that information from the syllabus. I also show on the syllabus like where they can find information, like information about the class will be on the syllabus, also how they'll hear from me, so via email, but mostly 
through the announcements in our learning management system. So I make that very clear that that's where they can find new information from me. And then also I go over the types of assignments they can expect in the class, as well as the frequency that they'll need to be submitting assignments, turning things in, preparing for tests and things like that. I find that that's typically enough, like it kind of gets boring if you're reading the syllabus in each section. I also mentioned things like this is the, high, this is the calculator that's allowed, these other calculators are not, but other than that, it's very brief. And I actually show, like I actually, I think I have one here. So if you're watching the video, I actually have one of the calculators. This is the calculator that is recommended for the class and I usually raise it up, show it to the students, and I also describe the calculators that are not allowed. Alright, so if I'm only spending about 10 to 12 minutes of class on the syllabus, what am I actually doing for the rest of the class? Like I mentioned, I like to give students a preview of what the class will be like so they can go in the class with realistic expectations and they can know, all right, when I come to this class, this is expected of me. So I think it's really helpful if whatever my class structure is going to be like, I actually do that on the first day of class. So if I plan to use group work a lot, I'm going to do group work on the first day of class. If I do lecture most of the time, I'm going to give them a little mini lecture on the first day of class so the students can see what does a lecture feel like? What kind of notes do they need to be taking? Like what kind of things they need to bring to class to take notes? If you're someone who does a lot of presentations, maybe there's a small way that you can get students to present to the class, whether it's just like sharing information about themselves, um, or uh, meeting in groups and kind of reporting from their group so they can get a feel for, okay, this class is about presentations and we're doing it on the first day so I know it's real. All right, so what I want to do next is share three activities that I do in three different classes that I teach. So I actually don't do the exact same thing on the first day of class for all of my classes. I do a different thing for each type of class. It's customized to the class that I teach. And I do want to make another disclaimer here. I teach very small classes. My classes typically have about 19 students or less. And one of my classes has 30 students. And that's like a big class for me. I'm very fortunate to be have hired as part of the small class size initiative for my school. So most of my classes are very small. And so that being said, if you do teach bigger classes and you found some wonderful activities or things to do on the first day of class, I would love to have you on the podcast. So if you would reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn, my handle is at Dr. Toy and Ali, both places. I'd love to hear about what you do for your bigger classes on the first day of class and have you on the podcast so you can share it with everyone else. I think that would be really, really helpful. Okay, so like I mentioned, I teach three main classes. Those are the only classes I teach, and I prefer it that way. I teach pre-calculus, calculus one, and applied linear algebra. And I'm going to walk through what I do on the first day of class for each of those three classes. And I'll also share like my thought process for why I chose these activities for each of the classes. All right, let's get into pre-calculus. 
So pre-calculus is a very much introductory level math class. This is part of the small class size initiative for my school. So no more than 19 students can register for the class. So I always have 19 students or less. The demographics of this class is mostly freshmen. Occasionally there's a senior who's waited until the last semester to take a math class, but it's mostly freshmen. And this group of students has traditionally struggled with math. They're terrified of math. They've never been able to learn from their math teacher. They kind of have this hopeless, defeated um, attitude when they come into class. And um, what I actually do when I'm sending out the syllabus, I actually send the talk by Carol Dweck about having a growth mindset in math just to like encourage them and let, show them that I actually care about them learning before they even step into the classroom. Okay, so let's talk about so my first day activity, keeping that in mind, the purpose is to show the students that they can learn from me. Also, this class is a flipped class, meaning they watch video lectures before they get to class and in class they work in groups and I walk around and I'm there to answer questions for them in real time instead of having them struggle on their own and then feel terrified to ask me questions when they're already at home. So we just do that stuff in class. So that is the purpose um, of the flipped class framework that we chose for this class. So my first day activity, I want to one, show them that they can learn from me. I also do a lecture that is in the exact same style as the video lectures. So I make it clear to say what we're doing here is exactly what the video lectures look like, right? I have like a shell of the notes and I fill it in and they're watching me write it on the document camera. And they also have a copy of that shell of the notes. And so they're filling it in as I'm filling it in. And that's exactly what they do in the video lectures. So they get an idea of what the video lectures are about. So they don't have to feel afraid about those thinking that they won't be able to learn from the video lectures. And I also want to demonstrate how group work will work in the class. I want them to, to learn that, okay, we're doing group work every day. So it's important to get comfortable with your classmates. Okay. So what is the activity? So the activity is a mini lecture with a crowd crumple and I'll explain what a crowd crumple is in just a moment. So what I do is I actually take the first video lecture and I present it in class as a lecture and we get through as much as we can in the first day and whatever we don't finish that's their homework is to finish the video lecture on their own. But a lot of times we actually get through the whole thing. And that section is all about plotting points, finding x and y intercepts, and then learning the distance formula. All right, so I go through the notes, teach them how to plot points, and then I ask them, does anyone remember the distance formula? And most people are like, absolutely not. They, some people might give me the slope formula because they know there's like an X and a Y involved. They know there's some subtraction involved, but they can't remember it. And I was like, that's totally normal. Even I like struggled remembering the distance formula. I was like, well, we're going to do an activity that will help you never forget the distance formula. And it's called a crowd crumple. So what I do is I get different color pieces of like copy paper and give everyone a piece of paper. I group the students and I give each student a quadrant. So like if you think of the X and Y axis, quadrant one, quadrant two, quadrant three, and quadrant four, and each group is only allowed to plot points in their given quadrant. So this is using what we just learned in the mini lecture that I gave. 
All right, so I'll walk you through the crowd crumple. I have everyone draw a big rectangular coordinate plane at X and Y axis on their own piece of paper, and then plot one point in their quadrant. Then I ask them to crumple up the paper so they ball it up, and then they throw it across the room to someone else. And so everyone's like scrambling, trying to find the balled up pieces of paper. They should all get a new piece of paper. All right, and on that new piece of paper, they are gonna plot another point in their quadrant. So there will likely be a point in two different quadrants. Some may have points in the same quadrant. It doesn't matter. They ball it up, throw it across the room, and then the, the new piece of paper, they should have two points on there, and I just ask them to draw a straight line between those points. And so then I have them work in groups to figure out the distance between those two points. So I walk them through, um, helping them find the horizontal distance, the vertical distance. They realize they have a right triangle and can use the Pythagorean theorem. That's not necessarily important here, but they're able to find the distance between the two points and build out the distance formula. The students love this. They love, like, they like, what, we get to throw stuff across the room? <laughs> they have a good time. They talk to each other and they learn something. And they're like, wow, this, I actually learned math today. And so if you're interested in the crowd crumple, it works best for um, topics or concepts where you're adding on. So maybe there's like a multi-part definition. One person can do one part, throw it across the room, the next person does the next part. So anything that's kind of like you add on or is iterative, the crowd crumple works well here. All right, so that is what I do for that class. Next, let's talk about Calculus 1. So Calculus 1, also part of the small class initiative for my school. So there are 19 students, max, in that class. The demographics, it's a mix. It, this is probably the most wildly varied mix of students I ever have. I have freshman students. I have sophomore students. I have students who have never taken calculus before. I've had students who took calculus in high school, they just didn't get the credit. I have students who didn't do well in calculus. It was just, it's just a whole mix. And so that can be pretty challenging to teach. Um, but in this class, the goal of the first day activity for me is to demonstrate group work because once again, this is a flipped class, even though I have taught this with a lecture style plus group work day. So some days will be all lecture with activities and then some days will be just straight up group work the whole time. So what I want to demonstrate with my first day activity is one, that pre-calculus matters. So everything that they learned in pre-calculus, they are responsible for already knowing in this class and that it is the foundation of this class. And if you don't have pre-calculus mastered, you will have a really, really hard time in this class. That's the first thing I wanna get across. And the second thing is, I want them to know that they can work together and that they can ask me questions. All right, so the other two-part um, first day activity, I do this worksheet called Who Am I? So it's a Who Am I worksheet and it kind of asks students questions. It asks them to draw a little self-portrait of themselves, asks them like what their hometown is, what their major is, their favorite like hobbies, books, movies, things like that. And, but really the thing that I'm looking for is, there's this one question, what makes a good math teacher? And I love to hear what the students say. They almost always say the same thing. Someone who is very clear and someone who understands the topic, like, and someone who's kind. Literally, that's it. It's very easy to be a good math teacher. 
and that's all they're looking for. Um, but so they do that Who Am I um, worksheet and it's something that they're working on as like we get started for class. So, you know, students sometimes will come early on the first day, so this gives them something to work on while we're waiting for class to start. They can continue working on it as we go through the syllabus. And once they finish the worksheet, we get this, we get, uh, we do like a get to know each other activity. So I set my timer for about seven minutes and I say, all right, everyone, here's what we're gonna do. Everyone stand up. We're gonna go around the room and meet each other. We're gonna introduce ourselves and share some things on our Who Am I worksheet. And if you meet someone and you have something in common with them on their Who Am I worksheet, I want you to write their name on the back of your worksheet. That's someone you have something in common with. And I participate too, so they get to know me as well. And then at the end, I ask, all right, raise your hand if you met someone that you have some, something in common with. Everyone raises their hand. All right, what if, did you meet three people that you have something in common with? They raise their hand, fewer people maybe. And then I asked five, seven, I was like, did anyone meet like 10 or 12 people? And so inevitably someone has like the most, maybe two people met the most people that they have someone in, something in common with. I was like, all right, this person, you are rewarded. What do they win everyone? They win one bonus point on the very first quiz that's happening today. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, we have a quiz today? I'm not prepared. I was like, don't worry. This quiz is on pre-calculus, so theoretically it's stuff you've learned before. You can work in groups, you can work together, and you can take it home and use any past notes and bring it back to me at the end of the week. You can also ask me questions, come to office hours, right? So it kind of lowers the stakes, lowers the stakes, and people get more confident and they feel like, okay, this isn't so bad. And so then I give them time to work on it together. And that is the first day activity for Calculus 1. All right, and then finally, my third class is Applied Linear Algebra. This class ha typically has about 30 or so students, maybe a couple extra students get added, 32 students in the class. The demographics here are typically maybe like sophomores and juniors, a lot of computer science majors, physics majors, and statistics majors. And this is a class where math turns into something that's not computational anymore. It's not just equations and solving and numbers. It turns into words and they'll be proving things and writing definitions and using a lot of conceptual knowledge. And this is very, very challenging for my students. And so what I want to demonstrate on the first day of class is that this is a different math class. We got to use our words here. So the activity that I do is I have them in groups, which by the way, this class is taught in mostly a lecture style. And then every other week we have this big group work day where they work together and practice problems and using their words and definitions. And then they do a group quiz together at the end. So it's mostly lecture style. There's some group work and there's a little bit of video and reading assignments that they'll do outside of class. Maybe like one per week or one every other week. Um, so first day of class, I want them to get used to using their words and get used to talking about their words together because that's what they will do with their group work. So I get them in groups and then I ask them, so the class is called Applied Linear Algebra. So I ask them to write down what they believe the definition for linear is. What does it mean for something to be linear? So they write that down. And then I ask them, 
what it means for what algebra means. Like, what does the word algebra mean? And so then we go around the room, ask one group, what'd you say that linear means? What'd you say that algebra means? Linear, algebra, linear, algebra. So we go back and forth until we get all of the groups. And then I ask, well, what do you think linear algebra is all about? And so I have them write down what linear algebra is all about, what they think linear algebra is all about based on those other two definitions. And I usually give them an index card because it's easier for me to keep. And so I collect the index cards and I tell them, all right, everyone, I'm not going to tell you what linear algebra is right now. We're going to go through the class and I'll bring these index cards back at the end of the semester. And then we can see what things you are right about, like intuitively about linear algebra, and then have them come up with what linear algebra actually is after they've learned the class, learn what's happened in the class. They really, really enjoy that. All right, so those are three first day activities that I do with my three different classes. I would love to hear from you. So I am going to put a dedicated post on LinkedIn and Instagram asking, what do you do on the first day of class? And I would love to compile a list that I can share with all of the podcast listeners and watchers so that we can like collaborate and get some ideas from each other. So definitely be on the lookout. You can follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Toyan Ali. As I mentioned, this episode is sponsored by the Independent Professor Workshop. And so this workshop is for academics, professors who really kind of have this burning desire that they really want a bigger impact than what they're having teaching their own university classes or in their like one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationships. They really want to teach something that and help other people in ways that aren't really covered in like the scope of their university's curriculum. And what I do in that workshop is help you come up with a topic for your own self-hosted learning experience, help you design it using a backward design course design framework, and then also help you market and sell it using by building an academic personal brand. So the workshop is about four hours, but it's mostly a working workshop. So there's a lot of feedback, a lot of brainstorming, time for work, and there's a lunch break slash like let your ideas marinate break in the middle. So you can find information about the independent professor workshop on my website at drtoyanali.com forward slash independent. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode. If you loved it, please share it um, with any of your professor friends. And if you really feel motivated, I would love a rating and review anywhere where you're watching or listening to this. Um, follow along. I'll be posting um, content about the podcast on my Instagram and my LinkedIn at Dr. Toyin Ali. I am so excited to see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day and happy teaching. Bye.